0: Welcome to the Encourageous podcast. My name is Angel Clark, and I'll be your host. Everyone goes through difficult things in life, but it takes a special type of person to use their pain to help others. That's exactly the kind of people you're gonna hear from here on Encourageous. Each episode will tell the story of someone who not only survived their struggle, but is thriving. Join us for vulnerable, first-hand testimonies that will inspire you to press on. Get ready to be encouraged. Hello everybody and thank you for tuning in to the Encourageous podcast. Um, Thank you to everyone who has already subscribed and if you have not, please do so because this is a bi-weekly podcast so people don't really... Accidentally stumble upon this you have to be somewhat intentional. So your support means the world to me So if you don't mind doing that today, I have two dear friends of mine We actually met on the way to Ireland, which is a really cool story um, And I just wanted to have them on here because I think they're awesome people and they have a really cool story to share So Sam and Ashley will you guys kind of give us a little introduction who you are and what your life is like? Uh, well, my
1: name is Sam <laughs> Excuse me. I'm 31 and I'm a high school teacher yeah. And Ashley and I have been dating together for about six years, but married for two years yeah. as of
0: two days ago. <gasps> oh, I didn't realize your anniversary was like just a few days mm-hmm. ago. Oh, cool. We're December too. We're yeah. December 11th. Is our December 16th? Oh, cool. <laughs> um,
2: and I'm Ashley. Yeah. I'm 27. I am a zookeeper. Best job in the world. Yeah. Um, grew up in the country, and then now I live here. It's great.
0: That's awesome. I'm so jealous of the zookeeping. I'm just like, I just want to pet all the animals. (laughs) So yeah, I'm totally jealous of that. Okay, so I kind of, um, it's a little bit of a, some people, especially from the Christian standpoint, this is kind of a controversial topic. So I wanted to shed some light that you guys are just real people, just like us, and you're not like, you know, these terrible, sinful people or whatever people might think. Um, So if you could kind of just give us some perspective of what your life was like, like you know, growing up and how you came out and your journeys. If you can take separate turns if you guys want to do that.
2: Yeah, so uh, I grew up in a small town. Okay. I was raised Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. I did go to a Christian school yep. up until I was in fifth grade, I believe. And then no more private school. Mm-hmm. I had to go to a public school from yep. then. Um, you know, I went to church and, you know, I was raised. That homosexuality was a mm-hmm. sin, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, however, <laughs> I had desires towards women like my very first crush was aunt becky from full house
0: <gasps> no yeah that oh was my, my very first crush well now that wouldn't be such a good thing she's she might be going to jail <laughs> so you know that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> it'll work
2: out sure. um and then once i hit middle school uh terry clark she's a country singer exactly. that was that was my really huge crush that was when i kind of guess i started figuring it mm. out mm that, like, why aren't I attracted to boys, like, this is a sinful act that I'm, like, that I'm doing, um, but it wasn't until, like, I knew I was gay when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. It was, like, Um, when you were, like, okay, that's what this is, kind of. Yeah, that's when I had my first girl kiss, and, like, I still dated boys, Mm -hmm. because that was the norm, yeah, I I actually did date guys, um, it felt
0: weird, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, like, can we just like not touch each other? Like, <laughs> right there, please. You can hold my hand, that's as far as we go.
2: Um, so it wasn't until I got to college and I got out mm. of that small town mm. and I realized that it's okay to be gay. Um, and then I met Sam, and I realized that, you know, this is someone I could see living my,
0: the rest of my life with. Yep. So I had to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, if I have to introduce her, this kind of, like, she can't just be my best friend for <laughs> my whole life. Like. My live-in gal pal.
1: <laughs> she came out quick, though. We had only been together for about three months when she told her dad, which I was very surprised. Wow, that
0: does seem quick. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I have a friend who, he's gay, and took him. He just now, um, within the past year, told his grandpa. <laughs> Because he's like my grandpa's old, and I want him to die thinking I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. Well, I should probably tell him. I <laughs> just told him. Like, and I've I've known him for like six years, and he's just now finally telling some of his family. So yeah, three months seems quick. Three months definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was super nervous about it because yeah.
2: I don't know my mom, mm. and so my dad was all that I had. Yeah. And so I was so afraid of him disowning me, and, mm. and I would have nobody. But he took yeah. it very well. He welcomed Sam into the family
0: with open yep. arms, and he's been great. Mm. So it sounds like yours was easy. I know yours was a little <laughs> a little more tumultuous, so if you don't mind telling us yeah. a little bit of your... Mine was
1: bumpier, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have the realization the way that Ashley did. Yep. The first time I remember being attracted to a girl, I was 16, and I was okay. actually at a church event because I also <gasps> grew up very religious. Oh my goodness. I used to go to church camp with the Benedictine monks. Um, yeah, I used to do laws and vespers the morning and evening prayers with oh monks all around me. And uh, yeah, every summer I would do this church camp every weekend. I did this church camp and I went with one of my friends to this big church event and Mm -hmm. this girl walks in and I couldn't stop looking at her. I Mm -hmm. had to know where she was at all times and she got up and moved. I was kind of like, Oh, where is she going? Mm -hmm. And I didn't know why in my head, the word gay never came up in my head. It was just like, I don't know why I care. I don't know why I care. You shouldn't care. Yep. And I pushed that down because my mother is very Mm. religious. Like one time she met my sister's friend who was gay. Yep. And she said, I need to go wash my hands now. After After shaking his hand. After shaking his hand. What? So that's, my mother is very, very uh, homophobic. Homophobic, right. So that was rough. Um, And then, I didn't realize it until I was 21. Mm. I was 21 and my first girlfriend, before she was my girlfriend, walked by and I was attracted to her. But for some reason, I don't know why, I had no problem going up to her, introducing myself, finding her on Facebook, uh, going to start hanging out with her, like, instantly. Yeah. Um, like, no, she kissed me first, I guess, but, like, I made the move first and everything. So there was no hesitation, which Mm. is weird, considering that was the only first time I ever was, like, this might be part of me. Yeah. Um. And then I never officially came out to my parents. Mm. Um, my sister did it for me. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm very, very close with my middle sister. So I told her, and she yeah. didn't care. She, I like told her, and then she said, cool, pass me the rules. Like, Didn't care. Even it wasn't a, a thing. Bit. Yeah, I was like, okay, whatever, I still love you. you know? uh-huh. And then it was like three years later that she came out to my parents mm. because my mother was making some homophobic comments, not towards me, obviously, just yeah. in general. Yep. And my sister lost it and just started yelling at her. I was like, have you seen her bring a home a boy home lately? Mm. And what do you think that is? And yeah. she called me. I was like, so I did a thing, <laughs> just so you know. And I had told her that if it ever happens, it happens because yeah. it's my, like, I get that it's my secret, but yeah. it's a burden for her. Yep. So I didn't care. I wasn't mad at her. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, uh, so that was in 2013, it's 2019 now. It took until 2018 (laughs) for my mother to be okay with it. Which, five years is a long time, but it's not terrible. It's better than I ever expected. Yep. I never expected her to get over it, because she would cry at me, she would yell at me. Um, At the first time I brought Ashley home, she didn't make eye contact with either of us. She stared at the wall and just tears were flowing down her face, um, which was very awful. Um, But she decided to seek out help by herself. Oh, okay. Uh, which was incredible. That's a big step, It yeah. was a big step because yeah. she was telling me that she was going to a therapist and then she didn't like the therapist because the therapist made her feel bad about herself. Oh. Um. And then so she started going to PFLAG meetings, the Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. Oh,
0: I never heard that before. PFLAG is
1: a pretty big organization. Okay. And then, this is so mean, but she, a lot of the parents, they were actually trans parents. Mm. And it almost made her appreciate what she had. Because it, I don't think she could handle a trans kid even worse than she could handle a gay kid. Yeah, that's like whole which, other level. Which right? would suck. Because, yeah. like, what if? But yeah. she it made all the difference for her mm. to go to those meetings. Yep. Yeah. Uh, because she had support. She had people she could talk to. Yep. Yeah. Because there were some people there that were very sympathetic. Yeah. There were some people there that really couldn't accept it. It wasn't just parents and friends of lesbians and yeah. gays. Yep parent part is the important part yeah so she's now it's even she's invited us to stay over at the house overnight um, my family's from south america yep. and they're uh some of my cousins are getting married so she's at you should come to barroquilla with us and Aww. we'll get a ticket together yep. and so it's nice she's inviting us on vacations together <laughs> so yeah. it's come full circle it's a <laughs> huge <laughs> step it's a huge step i literally never thought i would this day. Yeah. So, and I was like, my mom's a little bit older for a mom. I was like, yeah. maybe I'll just have to wait it out. <laughs> oh,
0: Honestly, as sad as it
1: sounds, but that's what it felt like. That's what she made me feel like. Yeah. So, so
0: just a question. It obviously affected your relationship with your parents. Um, what would you say, I mean, looking back, is there anything you maybe would have, would you have come out yourself or would you have kept it the way it is and just let things kind of play out? Would you have come out sooner?
1: Well, yeah, I'm kind you, of a coward. Um, uh, so coming out myself was extremely difficult. Yeah. Um so I don't know, looking back, knowing what I know now, yep. knowing that five years later she would have been okay. Yeah. But I also know I can I can tell you specific instances where she's called and yelled at me, she's called mm. cried in front of my face. Like yeah. and handling that would yep. have been very hard.
0: Mm.
1: And it was already hard to maintain my relationship yeah. with her. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I. Could just kept have. it the way. Yep. It was kind of nice having my sister do it yeah, for me. That's true. <laughs> it's cowardly, but. It no, was.
0: I don't think. I mean, I think it's hard just to. Because there's things I did when I was younger that were just stupid things, and like, I'm just now telling my parents. So one time <laughs> we, um, we were in South Carolina on vacation, and our little rental had a golf cart. So I was like, uh, what was I? Like 16 or something. And my sister was fi- 14, and then my stepsister was 13. Well, we drove from our little condo to this, like, store, because it was, like, the only thing close. And we're, like, driving down the road. Well, we go to leave, and I, like, backed into a car. And I was, like, oh, shoot. So I go to take off. I, like, hit the gas. My stepsister flies off the back. And so I'm, like, speeding. And my sister's, like, stop, stop, stop. Ashley's on the ground. I'm, like, what? Well, we didn't tell him about that until, like, you know, maybe like three years <laughs> So even just like, I can that's of course nothing compared to no, no, no. like but what you are. But you. it's, I remember that feeling of like when we went back and like the whole time we were home, I was sitting there like, oh, I hope they don't find <laughs> out. Like, so and I can't I, even imagine.
1: I have a very strong need to please. Mm-hmm. Um, I, People very, please I don't her. want to disappoint my parents. Yeah. So when I was 19, I got a tattoo. I just told my mom about it. I didn't even tell her she saw it. And I was like, yeah, it's been there a while. <laughs> and oh I'm, I'm 31. Yeah. So like, there's
0: no reason you should have to. And hide she, it. she hates
1: <laughs> tattoos. She thinks they're just a disgrace and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I really don't want to disappoint. I got a dog in the first, like the a long time ago. Yep. Didn't tell my parents because they'd be disappointed because that's not what I should be spending my money on right now. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, And a lot of it is self-imposed. Mm. Like, I put a lot of these ideas of how yep. they think I should be acting. Yep. And I don't want to disappoint that image of me. Yeah. So, like, even when Ashley and I plan our trips, when we first started planning our trips, like, vacations and stuff... I was worried that my parents would judge me because, mm. you know, we, neither of us have a high-paying job. Why yeah. are you spending that money to travel? Yep. So even but then, I was kind of hesitant to yeah. just tell them. Yeah. So that, I don't know. So I don't want to disappoint. I knew this would yeah. be a disappointment.
0: Yep. So And that's even something I can relate to is I'm totally, I feel like as I get older, I mean, because I'm 31 as well, <laughs> um, I feel like I'm getting better at it, but people-pleasing is just at my core. I mean... Even at, like, the store, I'll be like, oh, I should have let that person go in front of me. Like, I'm like, what? Like, no. That's not, like, that's not how life should be. You shouldn't always be, like, because it just Mm -hmm. creates anxiety. Unnecessary. Mm -hmm. And like you said, a lot of it is self-imposed. Like, there's things that, between my parents or even my kids or my husband or whatever, I'm like, oh, I have to do this or else they'll. And then I'm like, or what? (laughs) So what if the dishes don't get done? Like, my husband's still going to love me. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, So you talked, Sam, a lot about, like, a religious sort of background with your family um, Ashley did you experience any I guess like backlash the way she did with people that you went to church with or family members yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Southern Baptist is very strong against yeah homosexuality, so.
2: so like I haven't had that much problems with my family my family's yeah. been great yeah however uh, there was a friend of mine her name was Christina we mm-hmm. were Best friends from yep. middle school on on through high school. She was like my sister, really. Yeah. She like we rode the same bus, and yep. she was always coming home with me. And mm-hmm. she would go to rodeos with us on the weekends. And she, uh, her, she was raised by her grandparents. Okay. So I think uh, our connection was a lot also too because mm-hmm. of my dad, so he was like a father figure to her yeah. for a long time, and it was so much to the point where when I came out. She was one of the first people I came out to. Yep. Because also, too, I thought Mm. she would be understanding and would actually help me figure out a way to tell my dad. Yep. And she was not. I told her... And the first words out of her mouth was, well, now your mom has a reason for disowning you. No. Yeah, the very first words that came out of her mouth. <laughs> Which, so, fun fact, when we were engaged, her <clears throat> mom
1: messaged me like a congratulatory message. Yeah. So <laughs> that is not it at all. <laughs> and I haven't
2: heard nice. from my mother in years. Wow. Um, so it was very hurtful, and yeah. she was very judgy. You mm. know, you're going to live a life of sin now mm. and whatnot. So as far as, like discrimination goes I think yep. that's that's all that I've had really was just that one friend so yeah. I've had it very well compared to a lot of other a people in their coming out yeah. stories what's interesting
1: though is that I don't think her friend viewed it as discrimination even I don't think mm. she thought she was being hurtful because yep. she messaged she messaged her recently trying to catch up oh my goodness it th- didn't seem to think of a reason why they weren't in contact mm. anymore so yep. to her it's not even a memory oh
0: wow! Well. you know what I
1: mean and to actually when she saw her say like hey a long time to talk Ashley was like are you kidding <laughs> Do you not remember our
0: last conversation? Like she didn't,
2: because I was because like, this she's reached out to me multiple times, yeah. but I was still really hurt. Yeah. So the last time she reached out to me, I was like, you know what, she deserves an ex explanation. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Hey, so the reason I haven't been talking to you is because of what you said when yeah. I came out to you. I went to yep. you for help and you just shut me down mm. so hard. And she was like, What? No, I didn't say that. Like, if I did, I didn't mean it and I'm just like no, no. It was very hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, think for some people, well, it's just ingrained so much that yeah.
1: it's, that's just how it is. That's the normal response. And so to her, it was a conversation. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily her trying to be hurtful or anything like that. Yeah. It's just like, no, you're, you're gay, but you're sinning. Yeah. And to her, it was just part of the conversation. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, that's the thing that I actually... That's part of the reason I wanted to have you guys on here is because I was curious what your faith looks like now. Now that you have come out, where do you... Where do you stand?
1: Um, it's hard to say mm. because I had, so I told you I went to church camp and I was very religious. Yep. And this shouldn't make me lose faith, yep. but I had a very bad experience the last time. We were we were a teen, it was a youth ministry pretty okay. much. So we did weekend retreats, usually mm-hmm. confirmation retreats, and then we would do the summer retreat, which is where the kids would come for a week yep. to basically get trained to be us. Um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of Spirituality. It was, yep. It was great. Yep. But it was teens helping teens, and it's usually a lot of damaged teens helping damaged teens. Mm. So there, that leads to drama. Yeah. <laughs> we had very, very, very minimal adult supervision. So oh. we there was a lot of the backstabbing, the drama, the talking mm. and stuff. Yeah. And so I got ganged up on on my last time there, oh. and I just sat there, uh, very, very hurt by it, like hyperventilating, kind of crying. Oh. And that that place meant the world to me. That yeah. it was at, it was Saint Leo Abbey up in Dade City, Florida. Okay. That place holds so many memories for me, yeah. and it was very hard for me to go back to church because of that. So, it wasn't a gay thing at all. Yeah. It was, I was hurt by my friends in the place that I felt the safest. Yep. Um, so, personally, I haven't really attended mm. much church activity outside yep. of that. Uh, but it's not, I don't, the faith thing, that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: because, <laughs> well, I, we have, you know, this is bi weekly, yeah. so come back in a couple more weeks. So. I,
1: I have no idea. Like, mm. I have absolutely no idea what I believe anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's what I always wondered, because from, I was raised Christian, but I kind of had a moment where, I mean, we didn't go to church, um, my dad is, how do I put this, I put this politely, <laughs> um, he's very different at home than he was, I mean, he was up on church, like, he plays on the a piano, <laughs> and he, like, everybody was like, oh, he's this great guy, loving father, wonderful dad, like, you know, great husband, He's singing and, like, traveling, and then at home, he was physically abusive to my mom. So I have a lot of, like, I was, yeah, um, like, church hurt is what they call it, kind of, because, and then he actually went on to abuse his second wife as well, and then now he's married again. It's just, so, (laughs) from that to, like, I remember thinking, even at such a, like, you know, tween or preteen age or whatever, I remember thinking to myself, like, if that's what a Christian is, I don't want to be that but then it wasn't until um, I, I was starting to get married and we had our daughter before she passed away and even walking through because when she got cancer, I've never been closer to the Lord than when we were going through that. So I look back in my Bible and there's like all these notes of these scriptures I memorized and all that stuff. And so for me, it was when I accepted Jesus myself. Is what, you know, because I mean, I was raised, you guys can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes. (laughs) I was raised, quote unquote, Christian, but it wasn't until I chose it myself. So I'm wondering for you guys, if maybe you'll have a moment like that where, you know, your pain and what those people did to you, that's not Jesus. You know, that was flawed people, just like people are saying, oh, homosexuality is a sin. Okay, well, beating people up and (laughs) cussing at people, all that's sin too. Okay, so I was just wondering how your faith journey looks, so. Yep. I will say though, uh,
1: about a year ago, I went through what I call the dark period. I was, mm-hmm. I'm out of nowhere. I was depressed and oh. anxious, and yep. it was it was terrible. Mm. And I was trying to seek any sort of yep. comfort that I could. And our friend Tara, who's actually also gay, okay. but she's also very religious. Yep. Um, I contacted her and I yep. said, I, "Can you get me in contact with your minister?" Yeah. And she did, so I went and said, had yep. a meeting with her minister. Because to me that was this very safe period of my time, and yeah. I was like maybe maybe I'm going through this because I'm missing something in my life. I don't yeah. know. And he was very helpful, very nice. Yep. Nothing pers- spawned from that, I guess mm. you would say. Yep. But it's something that I was still open to trying. Yeah. Because I knew it was such a good period of my life before, and then yeah. during that dark period, I was like maybe this will help me. Yeah. Um. So that was it. Was a comforting at least 30 yep. minutes that I sat and talked with that minister.
0: Yeah. Yep. And sometimes even just like. I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like sometimes I can, like the Holy Spirit will like speak stuff to me. Like we were, just for a random example, we were eating at um, a restaurant one day and my friend works there and I just felt it like, not an audible voice, but like I just felt it within me. Like how you, like the thought about the girl where you just had this like feeling like, why don't I keep looking at her? Well, I had that where I just randomly was like, she's having fertility problems. And I was like, you don't know what you're talking about. You're being stupid. She comes over and says hi. And I'm like, here's the moment didn't say anything. I'm like, oh, maybe that was just, I made that up in my head. Well, then like 20 minutes later, she comes back and she pulls up a chair and she's like, can I ask you a question? Did you struggle with fertility? I was like, whoa! Like I totally just, like I knew like within my spirit that that was something she was struggling with. And I should have said something like, hey, if you ever want to talk. And I didn't. But then when she came back over, so I don't know, maybe you guys will have a cool moment where, uh, you know, something supernaturally happens to you guys. Okay, so as part of the as part of this whole, um, I guess it's the LGBTQ. Did I get all the letters? I'm no. like, I think they change all. the What did I miss? We don't okay. ever get them all.
1: It, I think the most official right now is LGBTQIA. Okay, what is IA plus? I believe I is intersex, and what does a, that mean? Uh, intersex. It's I don't. I honestly am not a hundred percent sure. There's yep. people that are intersex, and I don't think it's. I'm going to, oh God, this is going to be published. Is it like a I don't think it's hermaphroditic. There's, okay. there's a whole, I watched the documentary and unfortunately nothing is sticking right now. Oh, uh, on This podcast is really mad at you. I know. Right <laughs> That's what i was thinking about right now. Everything <laughs> <laughs> right. you It's, it's a, it's not, it's, it's not even like a sexuality. Okay. It's the same way that trans isn't a sexuality. Trans is who they are on the inside, right? Okay. They're a different gender on the yep. inside. Intersex, I think is something similar, right? Okay. Where it's not necessarily both sexes. Yep. Something along those lines, and then there's been controversy over A because okay. most people apparently think A is asexual. Okay. I was raised that A was ally, hmm. but a lot of people are offended if allies aren't included in that because they're not mm. in the orientation. Uh, but it's, everyone has their own opinion on it. Okay, but it's
2: changed like four times <laughs> within the
1: last three so, years. So, but there's like <laughs> ten other letters on it technically. And then what know. is the
0: plus? What is plus for
1: every other plus? letter? <laughs> oh, I think it's for everything else.
0: Okay. I feel like this is getting too complicated. I'm like, I can't even keep up with this. Um, Have you, like, gone to any, like, rallies or parades or anything? Have you participated in any events? And what what has your experience been like with that?
2: Yeah, so we actually went up to Washington, D.C. one year with a couple of other friends for the National Pride March. Yep. And, um, it was a lot of fun. It's just yeah. really great to be surrounded by people mm. who are like you. Yeah. Um, you can really be yourself mm. in an environment like that. So, yep. for example, when we go back to my hometown, that little rinky-dink country mm. place, like, we don't really hold hands much in public. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's a small town. Yeah. Um, but there we were really
1: able to be who we really are. Yep. And we can be as PDA as we want. <laughs> <and> it's fine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um And personally, I'm trying to do more. Uh, for example, at my high school, we have the GSA, which is the Gay Straight Alliance. Okay. It's a club that's pretty popular in a lot of high schools. Okay. And I've let a student who's in it know, like, if you need a sponsor, like, your sponsor currently backs out, I would very much like to sponsor that club. Because okay. I told her I already have, like, months planned of, like, what I would teach the kids. Because there's things that I think... Uh, LGBT kids need to know because mm. you need to know your background. You need to know where you come from. So you need yeah. to know about Stonewall. You need to know about trans people of color and how mm. that movement all started. Yeah. And I wanted to teach all that, yep. but there's a sponsor. So, uh, but there's also an organization called the Zebra Coalition in Orlando, that they do a lot of events. There, okay. like they're having this kind of formal dance coming up soon. It's oh. a fundraiser. Okay. Which should be a lot of fun. Um, but I'm trying to get them to be a volunteer there. Yeah. and I check like every other week, but they still aren't having an orientation. Oh. You have to take an orientation yep. first. But trying to get involved in more of those things is, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's like she said, it's just being a part of that community. I don't know It's just, it's nice. I remember when I moved to Gainesville for college, before I met Ashley, mm-hmm. um, I actually joined a gay dating site, oh, but okay. not even because I wanted to date. I just wanted to meet more gay people in the mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. because it, all my friends are straight, which is no problem, but yeah. the kind of stories that we're going to have to tell each other are just very different. Yeah. And sometimes you just want
0: that camaraderie.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just nice to be around people of your own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's actually, um, I have a, my stepsister, her friend, her best friend actually in like middle school and high school, she had like kind of a crush on him, but they were like friends and I was like, Oh, I think he's gay. She's like, no. Well, then, like a few years later, he came out, and she's like, oh, you were right. And my sister, every guy she had a crush on in high school, I'm like, sis, he's gay. She's like, no. Come. I'm like, oh. She's like, you like really know. I'm like, I don't know. I can just like, I can just tell. Do you have good gaydar. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if that was okay to, say, no, so. that's not <laughs> okay to say. But I literally, I feel like. no he's gay and she's like dang it <laughs> Lance Bass oh <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> literally Sync was our favorite band and I'm like she's uh, like I like Lance I'm like sis I don't know I'm, I'm like I'll take JD you know so um back to the best friend he actually when he came out he was riding his bike home from school and a group of like young guys ganged up on him beat him up and took his bike and threw it in the lake so I I hear stories like that and it just breaks my heart because it's like for me there a lot of people argument of like, "Oh well, it's a sin or it's this or it's that." Okay, but can you ever tell me one person who they're like, the moment I came to Jesus was when that guy beat me up because I was gay. <laughs> like that really just turned or me out, you
1: know The moment that Jesus told me to do that, like, Yeah. yeah, you know, so for me, it's,
0: it's like I think people get it so wrong of, I mean, lying is a sin. Cheating is a sin. People who cheat on their wives that's Hello. The way,
1: like polycotton blends is a sin. I don't know. There's so many things. that That's my biggest issue when mm-hmm. people try to cite the Bible. To see, like most yeah. often they cite the Old Testament. Yeah. And if that's the case, then you better yeah. cite everything from the Old Testament yeah. that I know you're not following. Yep,
0: yeah, like women should have their head covered and yeah, all this like, stuff. There's yeah. so much that
1: I don't understand why they are picking that one thing from the Old yeah. Testament. And then if you go to the New Testament, yep. it doesn't really talk about homosexuality.
0: It does talk about homosexuality in the New Testament quite several times actually but it kind of almost clumps it together it'll be like oh don't commit idolatry and don't homosexuality and da 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 it kind of like clumps it in with other I would need to see
1: it because I searched for it a few years ago and I found three
0: instances in the Old Testament and I only found one in the New I know there's more than one because I'm um so you might be if you kind of it's phrased differently. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's called sexual immorality. Okay. So it's not actually called homosexuality. Yeah. But if you Google like sexual, to sexual immorality, immorality, that's that's infidelity. That's it, so many yeah, other things. So that's the thing is like it homosexuality could be like sodomy, and that's considered immorality. So I think that people anytime they see that they just they zone it in to be like oh that means gay, and it's like well really it could mean a lot of it like even maybe like a threesome could be sexual immorality. Right, you know mm-hmm. it doesn't have to even just be just that so that's I, I see where people are coming from with maybe I don't know maybe having good intentions of like they want they don't want you to be living in sin but at the same time there's so many things that we do every day that are sins that they're kind of like oh we'll just skip that stuff let's just talk about this and it's like no you there's actually scripture that says something about um, before you take the speck out of your brother's eye take the plank out of your own eye mm-hmm. like because there's so many things that people are doing wrong and they you know they're quick to point out, oh, well, they're gay. Let's let's tell them all the things they're doing wrong with their life. So. Yeah, that makes
2: me think of my mm-hmm. neighbor back at home, uh, Georgia. She, um, you know, shortly after I came out, she was like, oh, but you're such a good person. Like, you'll give you the shirt... You guys are okay. You guys are okay because you'll give the shirt off of your back to a stranger. Like, you know, you're great. Yeah. It's okay for you to be gay. However, like... If the first thing she knew about someone mm. was that they were gay, she wouldn't give them a second
0: thought. Automatically, like, yeah. judging. Yeah.
2: yeah. That
1: was frustrating. One of my least favorite expressions I've ever heard mm. is, uh, hate the sin, love the sinner. Oh, I, hate yeah. I hate that. I hate that. I can't stand it when I hear that. Yep. Because you are calling me a sinner. No oh, matter what God. you're saying, yeah. even if like, your intentions are good, yeah. you are still calling me a sinner. Yep. So, so that tells me that you're still believing that I'm a sinner.
0: I know. So I personally I hate yeah. that expression. I hate it. To I me the it. only thing about that is that there's only one person who has never sinned and that's Jesus. So we're all sinners. I so, he did you know? In the temple. No. He was angry. Oh, but wasn't that considered a sin? <laughs> He's, he lived a sinless life. Mm. So, there's a scripture um I think it's <laughs> I've had this debate before. <laughs> uh, I can't think is it <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's not James. Um It might be James. Because I thought it was it more is, like a
1: rage. And I thought when it gets to the rage, that's yeah. when it's considered a sin. Because he flipped tables.
0: Yep. Well, the thing about... I guess there's sort of different types of anger. Because I heard a sermon about this once. There's different types of anger. Like if somebody cuts you off in traffic and you're getting mad at them. Jesus... Like there was the temple, which is where people come to praise mm-hmm. God and they gave... And they their, he, they used it for like simple acts. That's what it meant yeah, was. Well, it was almost like... um. So I'm trying to think of a modern day example. I can't really... Think about it as, like, someone turning a church into a casino, (laughs) like, kind of like that. Yeah, like, um, you're walking into the church sanctuary, and, like, right there, there's, like, people selling, I don't know, can't think of something really, like, terrible. Cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, there's drug dealers. (laughs) Like, they're, like, they know you have money because you wouldn't be going in without giving something, so it was almost like they were taking advantage of it. That's why he got mad. Mm -hmm. So he, what he says is, you're turning this house into a den of robbers. So in, in my opinion, I don't think that's a sin because he was defending, these people were taking a holy thing and they were kind of almost taking advantage of people. So that's my take on it. But of course, I'm not saying I'm like, <laughs> I know everything no, about just, the Bible. I'm just not intrigued because you're the yeah. second person to have that
1: argument again with me no. about the same topic. My, oh old, my, my old roommate was also okay. very, very religious. Yep. Um, and she and I have had this conversation yep. too, this exact thing about Jesus never sinned. I was like, that's no. not what I was taught. I, I was to, um, He did. I'm trying
0: to think. I think this that sermon was actually when I went to a different church. But if I can find it, I'll Maybe send it to you. Maybe the Roman
1: Catholics think he sinned because yeah. that's how I was raised. <laughs> Maybe well, it's even like the
0: a lot of Jewish people believe that he wasn't raised from the dead because they say that the Jewish leaders hid him. Like he, they took his body and they're like, oh, he raised, and they're like, so like that was a a, a myth perpetuated by like the Roman guards because. Mm-hmm. If you're a Roman guard and you're blocking something, like say you're guarding a prisoner or a tomb and they escape, you're dead.
2: Right.
0: So when they found out he was there, gone, they were like, oh, we're going to die. So they're like, oh, just tell people that they moved him. So they actually paid the guards to, like, perpetuate this story. So there's Jews to this day that are like, no, Jesus wasn't raised from the dead. And it's like, well, that's literally the pillar of your faith is that he was the only person to, like, you know, he went, died for three days and came back. So I don't know. That's a whole whole other podcast, I guess. <laughs> All right, so back to our topic. (laughs) Sorry, I enjoy arguing. No, no, I don't mind. She would have made a good lawyer. And see, (laughs) I know. I think that would have been such a cool job. Mm -hmm. But the whole point, like one of the points of this podcast is, I actually said it in my little intro that I taped recently. I like, I could have done this podcast by myself where I just talk, but I like a dialogue because I feel like two people having a conversation who have different backgrounds and – can have a civil conversation without getting angry or bashing each other that is dying like that's not present if, say for example somebody if i were to post on facebook right now oh trump is doing great how many people would unfriend me how many people yeah. would be like you're an idiot you're a bigot da, 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 whatever you and know? even then if you yeah. ask the
2: question just get clarification people yeah. think you're attacking them yeah like, no i'm just yeah. genuinely want
0: to know exactly so i feel like that have, just being able to have a conversation where, like, we're like, okay, we, we don't believe the same thing. I'm not going to attack you and, you know, say you're wrong. Well, it's like, okay to I be like different. I of the love
1: the yeah. sinner. Because if you consider yourself a sinner. I do. Then it's, then it's I do. not a bad expression. But
0: see, that's the thing is you kind of have to get some context from that person of, like, mm-hmm. if you ask them, like, oh, well, are you a sinner too? <gasps> Never. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, this is, <laughs> we're done. But if they're like, well, I'm a sinner too. Like, it's, because in my mind, we're all sinners. So i there's things that I do that I've, am i you know, I've been embarrassed of, like hitting a golf cart and throwing my sister <laughs> off, like, that, I'm not proud of that moment, you know, so it's like, of course, it's, you know, there's a lot more, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, dangerous examples, I guess you could say, like, um, not dangerous, like, extravagant, I don't know, I can't think of the word, where, um, that's not the worst thing I can think of, but it's just the one that's in my brain, it's like, in my forefront of my memory. Um, okay, so. One of the things I would like to know from you guys is, do you have any advice for, say, someone who is listening to this, um, maybe just came out or is scared to come out? Or someone who's listening to this that maybe, say, their loved one, like a child or something, came out and they're really, really, how your mom was, struggling. What kind of advice could you offer to encourage people in those camps? Well, Everyone's coming out story is different. Mm. If you don't feel
2: comfortable coming out, you don't have to come out. Yeah, like you can stay in that closet as Mm. long as you feel like. Yep. Um, For anyone out there who has someone who did just come out, Mm -hmm. show your support for them Mm. because um, It wasn't a huge negative in my life, but when I came out my grandmother wouldn't really talk to me as much. Mm. Um, And I was kind of nervous to talk to her after coming out And I called her one day. And my grandmother was the kind of person you could never get off the phone. Like, you would say, all right, Grandma, I got to go, like, five times. And finally, you're just like, Grandma, seriously, I got to go and, like, Mm -hmm. hang up. Yep. And so we talked for maybe five minutes. Mm. And she initiated getting off the phone. And so that was the last time I talked to her. And, like, part of me is like, is she okay with it? Is she not okay with it? I Um, don't know. She's not saying anything. So if you have someone in your life that just recently came out... Show them that you still love them. Yeah. Because it means the world mm. to have
1: the support when you come out. Yep. And along those lines, a conversation I had with one of my friends. Yep. Because he's he's very close with us. Like this is uh, Jimmy. And uh, he's close with us, but yep. we, he has two kids. Two young kids in elementary okay. school. And I've made the comment somehow, like, oh, whatever. When he brings a boy home or, like, something. When she brings a girl home yeah. and he just, like, he gets stiff and you can feel Aww. it. And I looked at him and I just said... Are you not gonna be okay with it if one Aww. of them comes out as gay? And yeah. he's like, "It would take me time."
0: Yeah. I was like,
1: "Which I appreciate, but just yep. so you know, it'll happen either way." Yeah. No matter how you feel about it. Yep. It's gonna happen either way, and the way that you receive it mm. is gonna d- dictate your relationship with your kid. Yeah. Because my mother's reaction didn't change the outcome.
0: Yeah. It
1: just strained our relationship yep. and added a lot of anxiety to both of our lives. Yes. I was like, so if your son comes home wanting to wear a dress, mm. you might hate it. Yeah. But the the only thing that's gonna happen is you are gonna push do, him. You're away. gonna yeah push yeah. him away. You're gonna kill your relationship with him, mm. and most likely he'll either still end up wanting to wear dresses, yeah. or he'll grow up to be the man you want him to be, and he'll mm. be unhappy and depressed and hate his life.
2: Yeah. Well, so. even then, like LGBT suicides. That's actually right that's now. what I
0: was gonna say too. Yeah. Is um. I don't remember the name of it, but there's some, like, a hotline for, specifically for LGBTQ teens, like, um, somebody just did a fundraiser for it, because the suicide rate has gone up. Well, okay. it's just, it's still such, like, this world is so much more
1: accepting now, uh, Because again, like I said, I'm a high school teacher. I have kids who are coming to me telling me about when they came out in seventh grade and this, this, and that. Oh my goodness. Which is incredible, but I also was like, hmm, that's quick. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, good for them, but they're still, so we're we're on that side where things are so open and so great. Yep. But we still have Mm. the animosity.
2: Yeah. So, uh,
1: a lot of kids in my class, especially because I look the way that I look, I don't scream gay when people meet me. I still have long hair. I like to wear makeup. I like to wear dresses. Yeah. And my students had no idea. Oh. So my students would be like, bro, stop being so gay or... That's gay all the time to the point that I said that is not accepted in this classroom oh. because that is still used as a slur. Yeah.
0: And like a negative connotation. A yeah. negative thing. Yeah.
1: And it, it drives me up the wall. And my kids will be like, why does that matter to you? I'm like, it should matter to everyone. Yeah. And they just didn't get it. And yeah. now now that they know about it, actually, they don't tend to do that. Yeah. But there's still some students who don't yeah. know. I have two uh, twins in one of my classes. And they bicker all the time because they're yeah. sisters, right? Like <laughs> they should. Typical siblings. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them... I just happened to pick up. She's like, I'm not gay. She's like, dude, you're totally a lesbian. She's like, no, I'm not. And I looked at her and just said, and what would be so wrong with that if you were?
0: Yeah.
1: And she's like, no, it's just that I'm not. I'm like, okay, but don't use it as an insult. Yeah. Don't use it as a negative thing because you don't know who's listening around you. Mm. You don't know what other kids are hearing that and internalizing that. Yeah. and, and feeling like, well, I can't I can't let them know now. Yep. So it's still there, it's yeah. still prevalent. And these kids need acceptance wherever they can get yeah. it. Like when that kid came up to me he was talking to me about his relationship with his mom, the one who came out in seventh grade. Okay. I looked at him and he said, You know I have a wife, right? Mm-hmm. And he took a step back and he was like, No. But now he talks to me all the time. Yeah. And it's just having be having someone like myself for kids to look at is one of the reasons honestly why I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. Because I wanted them to see somebody Who's in a happy marriage, who has a successful job, and that it it can get to this point. And then I can relate to them and talk to them about my mom. And so it's just, Mm. it's so important to be open and accepting. And if you're that kid that's waiting, one thing that's the suckiest thing to hear that she and I were talking about the other day, you're going to come out forever. There is technically no such thing as when I came out. It can be the first time, maybe. Yeah. But you're going to come out forever.
0: Yeah. I had
1: a student the two days ago tell, ask me about my husband. Oh. You have to come out over and over yeah, and cause over. Yeah, because when you meet
0: new people or different new circumstances yep. or whatever. Yeah.
1: Unless you have a rainbow fly plaster on your face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I didn't think about that. That's, <laughs> I, that's a whole new perspective for me. I, I didn't even... Because it's kind of like, you know, some people... Like, especially, I feel like for gay men, when the, the way they walk or the way they talk, people uh, are so like, Oh,
1: certain gay men.
0: They're true. But you can like say when the same me, for like Ashley versus me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. people, when yeah. they meet Ashley, yeah, they're they generally going to know. They, it's not a surprise. I know, but see, I I know some women who, like, are just in, like, I don't know, um, law enforcement or something, and people assume that they're mm-hmm. gay. Because they're like, Oh, this one is a male job, you're gay. Is a tough one. And they're like, <laughs> No, I'm really not. I'm just, I like my job. And, you know, so it's almost, I feel like, I kind of wonder how that is about people who are not gay and people think that they are like how how that, that is for them. Yeah, you know? And that's one thing I hope that they don't
1: get offended. Mm. The same way that I don't get offended when people yeah. think I'm straight. Yeah. I hope people when they say like, "Oh, how's your boyfriend?" Yeah. Oh, actually, I have a wife, but she's good. Thanks for asking. Yep. That's the response I would hope to yeah. get.
0: Yep. But yeah. Do you know of um you talked about like the P flag. That would be um I'm just trying to think of do you know of any resources for people who are Either wanted to come out or have recently come out, and I know for parents, P 5 would be a good one. But what about like for like a young teen or somebody maybe who is kind of struggling? If they could look into their high school and look into the okay. GSA, the Gay Straight Alliance, okay. most
1: of them have one.
0: Yep. Um, and then again,
1: back to that Zebra Coalition, they have a lot of support there because they have okay. they have a, a a building and everything that somebody could go to as well as events.
0: Now, is that for um, who does that kind of specifically serve? or Is that just anyone? Anyone in the community. Oh, okay. I've never heard that before. So. I feel like that's good. Um, just because I don't know the resources, so if you guys have any, you know, any extras you want to tell people about, that's always good. Um, and I think it's important because I have family members who are very homophobic, and it just irks me to know in some of the things that they'll say. I'm like, I just want to say something, but at the same time, I don't want to start this huge argument because like a lot of my family is very against that because of the religious background stuff, and I'm just like. No, I disagree. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's so interesting
1: because I have a friend. He, I don't even know if he finished. He and I haven't been talked in a long time. But mm-hmm. he was, um, God, what's the school called when you're going to be a priest? Like seminary? Was it yes.
0: seminary? It was the
1: seminary. Yeah. he was. Is it called the seminary when you're going to become a priest? I think so. Is I it think seminary? so, too. I think it's seminary. uh But he was just starting the process. Yep. And it was when I had that first girlfriend. Yeah. So I went out to dinner with him. And yep. I asked him. I was like, how do, do you think? feel about it? Yeah. Clearly, you're very attached to yep. the Bible and the religion. Please yep. tell me. And he... This was one of the most indirectly hurtful things he could have ever um, said. Was well, Bible doesn't say anything about lesbians. Bible says a man shall not lay with another man. Hmm. So you're fine, is what he told me. Okay. Which I was like, <laughs> that that is really picking and choosing like hmm. that, I couldn't believe that that's what he told me.
0: I've you know I've never heard that perspective before. And
1: hmm. I will say that like when you're talking about uh, yeah. that guy who got beat up in the bike and yeah. blah blah. blah. There seems to be a lot of regression more towards males. Towards than gay, yes. It not saying it doesn't happen. i have definitely yeah. seen the articles where females have been beaten up and attacked, but not to the extent hmm. that males have. Okay. Like, females. I don't know if people feel less threatened by us. They mm-hmm. think like, oh, they're just gal pals. Yeah. Like, oh, it's more natural for girls to be close to girls. Okay. Uh, maybe it's not as natural. I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's an interesting <clears throat> take, in the fact that he came at me with, no, the Bible says a man shall not lay with another man. Oh. And it told me I was fine
0: okay that's so funny like talking to you guys there's like all these like new things that i'm just like oh okay yeah never heard of that before that's interesting and i've never
1: heard that since yeah no i've literally
0: never never heard that before yeah
1: that was his take at least in the moment okay 21 year old greg's help telling me that so who knows how he feels about (laughs) it well if you're listening greg
0: email me and let me know like (laughs) give me some more details on that just so i can you know you and i can have a friendly discussion about that Um, Well, I think that your story will be really impactful for a lot of people who, you know, just to show them that it's a, you know, it's hard maybe in the moment for a Sam like you, but you'll be okay. And you guys, like you said, are happily married. So encouragement that And it is exactly the same. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: We're dressed as boring. Go to bed at eight o'clock at night like everybody else.
0: You're like, yeah, we're not really, you know... There's nothing
1: exciting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And one thing I'd like to say about, like, my whole coming out process is, like... You know, like I said, I grew up small town, yep. really religious place. Um, my family also, you know, a little bit racist. Not gonna mm. lie. And me growing up, too. yeah, <laughs> me growing up in that environment, I was kind of that way too. Like mm. I would judge someone based on their skin color. Yeah. But since coming out, yep, I am so much more open minded, and mm. I actually feel like I'm a better person oh. for coming out. I don't yep. instantly judge someone. The best man at my wedding was a black guy. Oh. Um, and black yeah. gay guy. A black gay guy. But <laughs> <Less laughs> still. Uh, and, like, I don't, I'm not quick to judge anyone anymore, mm. you know, when people uh, of a different religion, like, I'm always interested in hearing about things. Yeah, because we like, yeah, we're actually, we're Airbnb
1: hosts, and we just had a couple from yeah, Pakistan. okay. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, so, I'll talk to you guys about that later, yeah. about
0: the Germany. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have to hear all that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I,
2: I think the whole coming out
0: process for me
2: made me a better person. It's almost honestly. like it gave
0: you like some more grace, kind of, right? Sure. Well, yeah, so we sure. talked about it
1: because now she's part of a minority group, oh, and yeah. she knows what it feels like to be discriminated oh. against or okay. to be a little afraid to be in a certain kind of environment. Yeah. And so now it's a little bit more empathy.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would say that's good, um, because I know it's you know not anything similar, but. I've noticed that if I'm somewhere and I'm surrounded by all men, I still get a little nervous because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm the only woman in here, like, you know, what if something happens and they, like, attack, I, you know, I just, like, stupid stuff, so, but your guys' this is much more a whole nother level of people, like, you know, what we talked about more, like, gay men get discriminated against a lot more than lesbian women, but it's still, I mean, you never know, people, people can be crazy. Just, An interesting mm-hmm. resource that
1: people might get interested in, yeah. this is something I was very really interested in. Okay. I watched so many queer documentaries, oh, movies, okay. every, anything I could get my hands on. Yeah, there's a whole genre on Netflix for it. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and if you ask me, I've probably watched it. Oh Because um, it's just nice to see stories that you yep. can either relate to or yep. on the documentary level. Mm. It's nice to see the real people. Like there's yeah. one called Gaby Baby, and it's all about kids that were raised uh, by, by homosexual parents. Uh, so that was a nice documentary. Uh, and then uh, there's one a comedian named Hannah Gadsby okay uh, the document, uh, the piece was called Annette she's a comedian oh. and it's funny okay but it's heavy because mm. she gets into where she used to have a joke about hitting on some guy's girlfriend oh. and he didn't realize it but she said I used to always end the joke there but the real story is that once he realized I was gay he took me out and beat me up <gasps> and it's a, it, but it's It's good to hear those things. It's good. Like Mm -hmm. when I said it, like it'd be good for my students to learn the Mm -hmm. history, learn like how we're able to have pride marches, why we have pride marches, because that's a question we get all the time is, well, why don't we have a straight uh, straight pride?
0: (sighs) People really say that? Oh, there was a petition
1: (laughs) in I think Boston to have a straight pride. And people don't realize that we have these things. We have straight pride. We have Black History Month because they're needed. Mm. You have white history month every other month. Mm. You have straight pride every other month. Mm. You need... This is... It's an outlet. Yep. It's something you need. It's something to bring attention. Yeah. So I think, for me, a resource was honestly things like Netflix. The, okay. The queer section. Because I love... I loved seeing these other stories and having it be normalized. Yeah. And then nowadays, there are a lot of TV shows that have LGBT storylines, but they're not the coming out storyline. They just happen mm. to be a gay couple in the story. Is
0: it, what's the one, like Modern Family or something? Modern Family like is a gay couple or Yeah, okay. but a lot of the TV
1: shows nowadays, like for example, A Guilty Pleasure of Mine is a CW show called The 100. It's so <laughs> terrible. It's not, it's like a sci-fi, futuristic, whatever. Okay. But the main character is bisexual. Okay. And she starts the show with a boy, then you see her sleeping with girls, and then later on, she sleeps with a boy again. But it's never discussed. Her orientation mm. is never a thing. It's not a point of discontent. Yeah. It's just who she is and it's wonderful that that's like the way stories are introduced now it's just it is the same way that if she had always been with boys it just is yeah which is appreciated
0: yeah if people really liked your message today and really connected with something you said or if they want to reach out to you for some encouragement where can they find you or how can they get in touch with you
1: uh, well, we're both very open people, okay. um, literally the most open people. Uh, you're more than welcome to either contact us through Angel okay. or have us, have her find us on Facebook for you and get an email address for us. We're really not picky. We're very, very, very open.
0: Okay. And can you tell them how, you, how to spell your name and all that stuff? Sure.
1: Uh, my email is very long because uh, <laughs> it's my first name, not my last name, but it is Samantha, S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A. Okay. Dot. My last name, J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. Yep the number one, at gmail.com. So samantha.jax1 at gmail.com. Okay. And if you did not get that, you can talk to Angel.
0: Yeah, I can put it in the show notes. Okay, well, I just want to thank you guys for your time and being so open because I know this can be, it's not a fun memory to bring up the hurt that you've been through. So I thank you for both being so vulnerable. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. That's one of my pillars here on this podcast is you have to, it has to be your story, it has to be firsthand, and also has to be, honest and vulnerable so thank you guys for your time and thank you all for tuning in thank you for listening to the encourageous podcast i hope today's story left you feeling encouraged and inspired come back every other thursday for a new episode and be sure to subscribe your support makes a world of a difference, especially for a new and bi-weekly podcast like this one. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on both Instagram and Facebook at The Encourageous Podcast. Until next time, stay encourageous.